And now, the starting lineup for your favorite Chicago sports podcast. From Butler University, the man who has collected all the mini kits on Lego Star Wars. On analytics, it's Thomas Pygon. From a Division III school you've probably never heard of. He spends his spare time collecting basketball trading cards. Your narrative sportscaster, Matt Kioban. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Windy City Cynics. Hello, everybody. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in to the Windy City Cynics podcast. I'm Matt in person with Thomas. Thomas, how are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm glad you're doing okay. That's good to hear. Great weather. It's nice to be here in Indy. It's yeah. Like traveling all over, you know. Nice to come to come to Butler, find a place to to talk. You know, I'm, I'm excited. This will, be a, this will be a fun episode in person, live, live and together. Yeah, it'll be fun. Okay. Um, let's, let's just, uh, let's talk about this kind of absurd, weird, um, development going on with the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, who has been caught on tape soliciting prostitution. Uh, Mr. Kraft facing felony charges and will have to appear in court after, uh, walking into a, uh, <clears throat> rub and tug massage parlor paying $79 for a happy ending. Thomas, can I get your opinions on this real quick? And I'll just we we can we don't have to spend too much time talking about this, but it's it's kind of a weird story, isn't it? You know me, I'm a big fan of Robin Pug. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I think this whole story is really creepy, and I think it's hilarious that this guy is doing this. Um, the only like, yeah, I I don't I don't know, yeah, yeah. Um, you gotta, if you're a Robert Kraft, you'll be like, what are you doing? Yep, of course. It is weird. Um, and the age-old saying goes, if you pay for it, you also gotta film it, because pornography isn't illegal, but prostitution is. As long as it's not legal, right? Uh, about 200 arrest warrants have been issued. Um, apparently, Robert Kraft is not the biggest name in this investigation, but he has been named, and uh, there is a warrant out for his arrest. Again, I don't want to spend too much time talking about this. It's just kind of lewd and gross, and uh, yeah, it's really gross. It is really gross. Uh, yeah, on a serious note, this is very gross. This, though. this is actually really it's sad. Yeah. Um, do you think? Do you think the NFL is going to take any action? Uh, do you think they're going Ooh. to force Robert Kraft to sell the team? Because that—that's the biggest question here. Is that like no doubt he's guilty? No doubt he's going to trial. He'll probably get away with it because you know he's, he's rich. He's rich. Yeah, he's a billionaire. Um, but will the Patriots, do you think, will stay with Robert Kraft, who's owned the team now for, uh, since their dynasty started, right? And it's been like since the early 90s he's owned the team. Um, and then, bigger question, what, what do you think, what kind of effect will that have on Bill Belichick and his employment? Um, well, first of all, I want to start by saying I think it's terrible that we can just say, yeah, he won't get arrested, whatever. Like, he won't actually face any repercussions yeah. because he's rich. Kind of but this isn't a political podcast. <laughs> And I don't know anything about politics, so we're going to keep talking about sports. Um, I don't think he'll – I think – okay. I don't think he'll have any big repercussions on the team if he does leave. And I don't he's know. his own boss, you know, in, in terms of, like, the team. Yeah, he's not going to step down himself. He'll only step down if the NFL forces him to. Do you think – I think it depends on how serious it is. Okay. If the stuff – like, if stuff goes public, yeah, right now it doesn't seem like a lot of the information is public. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they'll force it to, unless, like I said, stuff more stuff goes public. Yeah, I mean, if the NFL has really taught me anything, it's that they're super inconsistent with how they dish out punishments. Like, with the whole Ray Rice thing, I mean, that was an awful, awful controversy that um, happened, I don't know, a few years, like five years ago now. It's mm-hmm. been a while. Um, but it still wasn't okay. Uh, they they had the film or whatever and saw this guy beating up his wife in the elevator and, like, really didn't do much about it. I think he got, like, a two-game suspension, and then the videotapes came out. Versus, like, um, they really didn't do anything when they found out, like, uh, some of the Patriots coaching staff was, like, filming other um, filming other practices, what, what people call Spygate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time, it's like, 
when Tom Brady deflated the footballs and like the flake, it was a thing, you know, six game suspension, like no questions asked, like, you know, granted the Patriots ended up winning the Super Bowl, but a punishment was dished out. And so like, um, I think that's just a PR move to show like they don't tolerate this kind of thing. Like, yeah, common sense would say that the NFL should force Robert Kraft to sell the team. But like, I don't think, I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen because it's, the NFL is at, at the whim of the owners, and Robert Robert Kraft, if he has anything to say about it, is obviously not going to want to sell his team. So, on top of that, um, it's on you, Roger Goodell. Do the right thing. On top of that, Kareem Hunt, he didn't oh. get, he didn't get kicked out of the league. He got Kansas City did the right thing and cut him. Who signed him? Browns. Browns. That's right. My boy Nick Chubb not go. getting the respect he deserves. <laughs> um, okay. At least the Browns have. The Browns have their go-to back now, as long as he doesn't, you know. Nick Chubb, don't, don't disrespect Nick Chubb. That's like, I mean, remember when Josh Gordon was on that team? And what a guy. Yeah, you drafted him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's a person with a brain motive. He's a god. Um, but they didn't kick Kareem Hunt out of the league, and all mm-hmm. another team just signed him, and they did nothing about it. Yeah, NFL didn't even find him or anything nope. like that. They, it's just. The Chiefs cut him, and like I think we we both knew like a player of that caliber, like he's gonna get signed. I mean, look what happened with like pretty much everybody on, on that level. Like Michael Vick, you know, goes to prison and then gets signed by the Eagles or whatever. Yeah, if the NFL is not gonna kick him out of the league, I don't blame the teams for not signing him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's. But I, I'm not okay with the NFL doing stuff. Like yeah, that. I think they should, they should. People, if they do stuff like that, they should be out of the league. Yeah, my my thing is that like okay, well if they don't dish out punishments to players for for criminal actions, then like. Honestly, what are the odds that they're going to enforce any punishments for the owners? Because yeah. the owners are who, like, operate the league, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like the NBA, where it's like, when the Donald Sterling thing happened, like, Adam Silver was like, no, no questions asked. This guy does not belong in the NBA. It's disgusting, da 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 Roger Goodell hasn't really done anything like that since being commissioner. Yeah, I think Adam Silver is the best commissioner in all the professional I, sports. Yeah, I, I think the NBA is arguably one of the best run is one of the best run in terms of like the big four. So it's like the NBA, the NFL, NHL, like NBA is really great. Except for the fact that they changed the finals font. I This is a really dumb thing to get riled up about, but I hate the fact that it's block text and not the, the really cool like- Doesn't have the Larry O'Brien trophy yeah, on it yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And they've, they've had that typeface since the 80s and it was just, it was, no, since the 70s when Dr. J won it. Yeah, right, that's yeah. great. Change it back, Adam Silver. Just do it. Just do it. But yeah, Roger Goodell's, I don't think he's going to do anything about this. If it's up to him, which it, I think it will be. And the other owners don't want Robert Kraft to face any punishment in terms of the league because because uh, that means like they can be, you know, they can be charged for stuff like that too. Yeah, they want that. They want the precedent to be set that they can get with it. Get exactly. With whatever they want. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if I had to bet, I'd say they're not going to, he's going to be, he'll, he'll be the owner of the Patriots next year. Unfortunately, yeah, and it sucks that we have like that we both think that's gonna happen. But I mean, I hope to be proved wrong. Yeah, me too. It would be great if, I mean, there's there's I don't think the, the problem is like no one's gonna care if he if he owns the team and the NFL doesn't do anything. I think that sucks. I think that really sucks. And which is why I think they'll only do things if more stuff goes public. Because right now, not enough people care. If more stuff goes public and there's legitimate uproar, the NFL will have to do something. Nobody, yeah, it's just, nobody's up in arms about this kind of thing. I mean, they're talking about it, obviously. Like, yeah, billionaire gets caught for prostitution, but it's like, I mean, our president kind of did the same thing. No one really cares. So once again, this isn't a political podcast. Of course, of course, of course. Because we don't know anything about politics. We don't. We don't. We don't. Let's, uh, <clears throat> I was almost a poli-sci major, though, so I just want to say that. And I got an A in American government. What up? Wow, brag about it. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to something a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, Thomas, you wanted to talk about Harden's, I uh, wanted to, yeah, yeah, that's, it's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. All right, next thing. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that's pretty insane. It just ended against the Hawks. Did you see the way it ended, too? No, I didn't. Harden dribbles up the court with the ball in his hands, and, like, they'd already won the game at this point. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. five, like, four seconds left. Literally, like, every Hawks player comes to guard him because, like, <laughs> we're not letting him get this. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty funny, though. But I think he ended it with 32, 30 games. Regardless, he's second to Will Chamberlain. No. That was really yeah. good. Um, when you're second to Will Chamberlain, that's really good. And that's, in most records, a caveat for just first place because Will has almost first in a lot of them. Does that do anything, do you think, to, uh, to uh, bring him up for MVP talks? I think he's definitely still... 
in the MVP talks, and I think the way the Rockets finish out the season will have a lot to do with whether he wins it or not. Because I think if the Rockets finish out the season challenging OKC for third, or even getting third or second, I think it'll be hard not to crown Harden MVP again because he's just been phenomenal. I mean, yeah, he's been he's been great. The team the team has been good. Um, I know we had talked about this beforehand, just about some of the gaping holes that are in the Rockets uh, team right now, just that, you know, they're, they are pretty dependent on foul calls, but Harden's been hearing that his entire career. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't think it's anything to be seriously worried about, but in terms of MVP talks, um, we also talked about this before, but I just don't see him. I just don't see him taking it to Giannis because, um, well, a, nobody thought the bucks would be doing this well this year. Right. First in the East, and pretty a pretty like established first place in the East. Um, I yeah, they should they should close out with first in the East, mm-hmm. and like on the back of Giannis, who was, you know, at the beginning of the season he was an MVP candidate, and people were talking like you know if we are talking about like taking turns, it, it kind of was like Giannis's turn. But at this I point, hate, I also I hate that I hate yeah. that the league has just become it's this player's turn. Yeah, like it was Westbrook's turn. Now it's Harden's turn. What did you say about turn. it being like Curry's second best season? Like, yeah. Okay. So, I'm glad you brought this up because yeah. I forgot about this. Curry has been having the second best season of his career, and no, career. not like it is better than his first MVP season. Objectively better. Than and his. no one is talking about it. Um, let me pull. Where the hell is he? There we go. I'm pulling up the stats right now. In his MVP season, his unanimous MVP season, let me clarify. So the second MVP season? Yes. Yeah. Um, he averaged 30 points a game. You're going to have to give me a second. I'm very sorry, everybody. Um, I don't have internet, so. <laughs> so in his second MVP season, 2015-16, yep. when they were, when they went um, regular season record, 31 points a game, 2.1 steals a game, 6.7 assists, rebounds, 5.4. Decent numbers. Yeah. Good, great numbers. Re- yeah, re- yeah, really good. Yeah. But really what makes this impressive is the percentages. He shot, ni- he shot 50, 40, 90. But only 50, 40, 90, he went 50 from the field, went 45 from three, taking 11 three-pointers a game. That's not 11. That's not. And shot 90% from the line. Now that's incredible. I, yeah. He deserved MVP of that season. This season, he's putting up 28 points per game. Shooting more, shooting more three-pointers. Yes, he's shooting more three-pointers. Not like a significant amount more, but still more, 11.7. Maintaining those same numbers. Yep, shooting times. just a little bit below, 44%. And no one is talking about it. I think he deserves much more credit for having an incredible season. He's been phenomenal this year. Yeah. And a lot, not a large, well, he's been a large reason. But one of the reasons the Warriors are so good all the time is just because Kurt's incredible. It's it's downplayed, I think, just because of like how stacked the Warriors are. Yeah, it, which sucks. I mean, like, what what is it? Just comes back to the discussion of like, what the hell is the MVP supposed to be, right? Like, um, would it benefit Curry if the Warriors just like if the rest of the Warriors just sucked? Like, if they if they weren't you know the number one caliber team in the NBA? If the Warriors didn't have Durant, I think this MV, I think Curry season would be getting more credit right now. I'm just wondering like why more people aren't talking about it. Because, I mean, if he's, his numbers are phenomenal this season. Yeah. They really are. Um, I, granted, his points per game – or, yeah, his points per game are kind of downplayed, but that's literally – His just, points per game are worse, but then if you look at his MVC, MB, MVP season beforehand, he put up 23 points per game, and, really? um, yeah. Wow. He put, he was, he's much better this season than he was his first MVP season. It's just – Not that he was bad his first MVP season. That's not what I'm trying to say, but he's – MVP. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's just kind of confusing. I mean, I, I don't know. I – He's not even, like, in the same conversation. Right now, I think the way people are talking about it, it's Giannis, obviously number one, who's at this point pretty deadlocked for MVP, mm-hmm. Harden, and then Paul George. Yeah. And, like, it's it's just completely baffling to me that Curry's not even in that conversation. I think it, I've seen people that put Durant ahead of Curry, and Durant's good, obviously, but I think that Curry's had a much better season, frankly. He's just been, I mean, he's, he's been, like, all those guys are phenomenal, I, yeah, all, all those guys are legitimate MVP candidates. Yeah, like none of them Warriors for sure. Yeah, can you imagine like Clay on a different team? <laughs> I, mean, I still think he'd be really good. He'd be valued so much more. But um, yeah, I I think that there there needs to be more discussion about Curry. There's not going to be, but like he is having an MVP caliber season, and like I didn't even really know about this until you brought it up, which is like which is nuts to me. 
Yeah, he won't win MVP, and I'm not saying he deserves it because that team's too sacked. For he should be in the conversation, though. I mean, but let's be real. I, I just want more people to recognize how good of a season he's having. This is his, It is historically good. While Harden's having historically great seasons, Curry is up there too. He's having a really good season. Who do you think is uh who do you think is like the most likely contender for the Warriors now? I mean they're still like the, they're I think the best player on the Warriors is still Curry. I thought it was Durant for a while, but Curry's having a better season. Okay. Not that it matters, right? Because they are they are as a team just unstoppable anyway. This is the thing that I hate most about Kevin Durant going to the Warriors is he really took away you really get to he took away from seeing how great Steph was. Mm-hmm. I think people. I think Zeph Curry is the best or second best point guard of all time. His shooting ability is unparalleled, and I just think he's a phenomenal player. I think he's pretty objectively better. I think I think Magic is still. It's hard for him to say he's better like than Magic, Magic is right like, now. He can play any position. Six nine guard. Yeah, Ma- Magic. They played him at the five when Kareem was out. You know, <laughs> and I mean, on at this point, undisputedly best shooter. Of all time. Oh, yeah. I think people who say Curry is now the best shooter and try and say Ray Allen. Ray Allen's phenomenal. I'm not saying Ray Allen's bad. Just, you I think Curry's Ray Allen's more Yeah, I think Curry's better. Yeah, I do too. Um, best point guard of all time? I think he's there. I think a lot of people think he's there, but I mean, yeah, you're, you're right about Magic. You're I, right think, about I think Magic's better, but I'd put Curry at two. Okay. Uh, who do you think is the most likely to, to knock out the Warriors if they don't go to the finals in the Western Conference? You'd st- stick with the Nuggets? I know you're a big Jokic guy. I think this is going to be the toughest year for them to make the finals. Mm. Um, I mean, in terms of wins and losses, it's um, for them. I mean, they're, they're barely hanging on to that one spot. Yeah. I mean, last year they didn't even have the one spot. but Oh, yeah. Last year you got the sense that really only the Rockets were the legitimate challenge for them. And you, we were right to assume so. They swept everyone until yep. the Rockets. Yep. I think the Pelicans took a game off them. Yeah, the Pelicans first both took a game, but that's irrelevant. They both got five games here in the Warriors. Yeah. Gentlemen sweep. Um, I could see them going having tough games against really everybody. Not everybody, but in this first first round, they'll match up against the eight seed or the seven seed. They oh, should pound them. Oh, yeah. Whether it's the Spurs or what you want, the Kings. Which, uh, the Kings. Let's go. Or what some people are like holding on to, the Lakers, but doubt it. I think well, I think the Lakers would be a fun series, but they'd get pounded. Um, I think Denver. Let's just start with Denver because everybody. Denver has a real legitimate chance at beating them. That offense moves so well. It does very fast. Jokic is incredible. Everybody loves to watch Jokic. I, I think. I, I watch him, and it, it is incredible how good of a passer he is. It is. I how it was kind of surprising to me, like how long they held the the one seed for about the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Especially I, with all their injuries. Nobody was expect. Yeah, exactly. Nobody was expecting them to be like this high up. Literally, only like a game behind. Is it? Yeah. Uh, game behind the game Warriors. Behind, one game behind the Warriors, and um, I mean, like maybe fifth, sixth, seventh seed mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. Now it's like they're right there. Um, credit to Jokic. Credit to the Nuggets. Great team. Team ball. Very fast paced offense. Fun to watch. Um, my my my. Concern with the Nuggets, though, is just how are they going to be able to cover the whole? Just like with any other team against the Warriors, you got to be able to cover the whole floor. I mean, Boogie can put up twenty in a night, you know. I think, uh, and we were just praising Curry and Durant, but I mean, it's it's for a reason. Every one of their starters, except for Draymond, can put up twenty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, do Do you think they have a defense that has, is of a caliber to to really match up well against these guys? Um. I just want to clarify, I don't think it's possible to really stop the Warriors from scoring. Um, so you think they can answer back better? Though? I think, yeah, I think part of it is you need to answer back. Like better. seven seconds, kind of like old school Phoenix Suns offense would be like my answer to the Warriors because you're not going to be able to guard everybody. If you're able to just like match them up, you know, point for point and then kind of take over like that, that would that would be my recipe for being this Warriors team. Um, I agree, and I think I think you need to score more efficiently than them, which is obvious. That that's that's not a complicated statement. Yeah, but um, I think in terms of keeping the hustle up on them is always going to be a big thing because mm-hmm. once you get past that starting lineup, there's there are bench small forwards not very good. The bench big men, the bench big men are actually okay. But, on the Nuggets? No, on the Warriors. Oh, okay. but their bench is really. Yeah, it's it's their is not the same anymore. Yeah. And so I think what you really need to do to be able to keep up with the Warriors is limit variance. 
which is what I think all the good teams that have done, all the teams that have really challenged them have done. What teams would you consider? You know, the teams that have really challenged them, I think the 2016 Thunder okay. and the last year's Rockets. Okay. And then... Even, even though they only took... Like, last no, year's Rockets went to seven. They took it to seven? Yeah. Yeah, Last year's Rockets took it to seven. Um, 2016 Thunder took it to seven. Mm-hmm. And then I think 2016 Cavs. Oh, that was an awesome series. Awesome 2016 Cavs. Yeah. And I think this thing that you'll notice with all those teams is that all those teams, one could iso the ball. Mm-hmm. It, it, you, good defense isn't, it simply gets beat by better offense. Yeah. You can play phenomenal defense, but if they hit an impossible shot up you, there's nothing you can do but hang your head and be like, we made it hard for them. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what teams do you think this year? I mean, we're just talking about the Nuggets, but like outside of there, you know, I, I definitely see the Thunder with, you know, Paul George having a great season as he is um, paired with Russ, which um, I never thought their chemistry was going to be great. I remember like the early days when they had like Melo on there, and I'm just like, this isn't going to work out. But hey, I mean, they got the three seed. They're working. They're working well. PG is a, a legitimate MVP candidate. Um, is he going to win it? Probably not, but. I mean, hey, they're they're right out there. Um, do you think they can answer against the Warriors, or do you think we we're looking at like a team like the Rockets taking them out again? I think so. You said the Nuggets, Thunder, and Rockets. I think all three of these teams have legitimate shots at the Warriors. I think all three of these teams like could, knocking them out. You, yes, you I think all three of these teams could take the Warriors to six games. We've already seen the Rockets take them to seven. Yep. I think the Thunder can take them to seven. I think the Nuggets can take them to seven. The Nuggets are the team I think is least likely to beat them because though I think Jokic really? is basically unguardable, yeah. I think Jokic is unstoppable. I I think I think what the Nuggets the best part of the Nuggets is the fact that they're so their offense is so fluid and doesn't depend on any one guy mm-hmm. other than Jokic. Uh, it depends a lot on Jokic, but it depends doesn't depend on like one guy to score. Like Jokic doesn't put up thirty a night to win his team. He like he's able to pass and create, get hockey assists, get regular yeah. assists yeah, for yeah. people. Get them open, essentially. He's good at this now. Yeah, exactly. When it comes to playoffs, when your lineup your lineups get shortened, you don't play as many people, that bench importance isn't going to be as big for them. And the fact that they're going to give the ball to Jokic more. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I see that too. Um, who would you pick as the who would you pick as like the most likely out of out of these three teams? To, to take out the Warriors. I think it's still the Rockets because I think I just think they that, took him to seven games last year. I think so, and I think the ISO ball is still very effective against the Warriors. Okay. Um, but I think the Thunder have a legitimate chance with their incredible defense, and if PG plays the way he's been playing, it's hard to stop them on offense too. Yeah, I I like OKC out of out of the three. Um, I I think I would personally agree with you on on the Denver state on the Denver statement. Um, with with the Rockets, like yes, they took them to seven games, but I don't. I've been thinking a while about it, and um, it's just it's it's the fouls that they draw are, are what kind of scares me. I mean, like I hate admitting it, but I, I think it's true. It's like um, I don't know. I I don't have numbers with me right now, but um, most of their points it feels like comes from the free throw line. I know that's probably not true, but it definitely feels like that. Um, and the OKC just has like um, answers in terms of like verticality but also um player athleticism with with pg and russ to kind of like answer to that to that whole rotation where you know we we think that like the the proper way to clap back at the warriors is just to be able to outscore them um basket for basket and i think you know all three of these teams can score pretty well but okay okc in my mind has the least amount of weaknesses of three you know um does any other team in the Western Conference have a chance? I feel like we're kind of overlooking the Trailblazers, but I don't really. I don't think so. I think the Trailblazers are very much a regular season team. Mm-hmm. Hey, we saw this last year. They were the third seed last year and got swept. Yeah. When was the last time they made it past the first second round? I don't know. I can't remember. I mean, unfortunately, Dane is kind of like, we feel like he's wasting away his career there. I don't think he's wasting his career. Like, getting the fourth seed in the West isn't like a total waste. Sure. I think it's definitely difficult to do that, but um, and he's still a phenomenal player. I, I just I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they have. He's what overlooked it, as a point guard. I yeah, think, and 
And to right now, they're matched up with the Rockets, and I think they'll stay the four seed. I think OKC will keep the three seed. I think. I think the only thing that's going to change is I think the Nuggets will take the one seed over the Warriors. You think they will? Mm-hmm. How many games left during the season? About twenty. Okay. I think Nuggets will take the one. Warriors will fall back to two. The Warriors will have to play OKC first round, and then uh, Houston Trailblazers. That'll be a fun matchup. Everybody wants to see. Yeah. OKC versus Warriors. Oh, I I want that. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Trailblazers have to play Houston first round, and I, I frankly I just don't think they'll be able to stop Harden or Capella. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that too. Uh, do you want to shift gears to the Eastern Conference now? Yes, okay. I do actually. Um, I want to shift back to the Western Conference at some point, but the okay. Eastern. We'll talk about it, yeah. I think the Eastern Conference is very interesting right now. Um, In what way? I think the teams that are on the edge of the playoffs, I think I'm fascinated to see who's going to make it in and essentially get be a sacrificial lamb in the first round, if you will. I know it doesn't matter, but I think it's I think it's interesting to see. I think it's interesting to see whether the Hornets or the Magic will make it. Both those teams are terrible, and I think they've been historically pretty bad. And I think it'd be nice of, for them to make see, it. Like, who could get in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Um. I think looking at the top, though, the Celtics are kind of underwhelming. They're not even in the top. Yeah, they're not. They're. I mean, yeah. Everybody – well, the way I, people talked about them at the beginning of the season. The way people talk about them now, you think they're in the top – you'd think they're one of the top four seeds in the East. And yeah. then you're watching this and be like, oh, why I mean, they – the you, Pacers and the Sixers are ahead of them. The which Pacers, is nuts, which is the Pacers are the third seed. That's, that's no crazy. one talks about that. They're the third best team without Oladipo. They're a legitimate team. They're a legitimate team, and no one talks about them. Oh no, I don't think. Uh, I think they could. I think they're. I think they're a legitimate team, and I just want people to give more respect to the Pacers. Actually, don't give respect to the Pacers. I like my Pacers tickets cheap. Are they still cheap? Yeah, they're still pretty cheap. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I, I'm going to wager, I'm not actually going to wager, I don't bet, but I think the, the Raptors, they can make it out. I think they have the potential to, to, I think they got it clicking. I know you don't really, uh, have too much faith in, in them getting out, but I mean, with Kawhi, Kyle Lowry, and Jeremy Lin, uh, I think I think they can really they, they have a decent amount of answers for, for the Bucks. you know. I think either Bucks or Raptors get out. Which one do you think is more likely? If I'm putting my money, I'm putting my money in the... Ooh, I don't know. Uh, they're both really good. It's really hard to pick one or the other. I feel like you want to see Milwaukee in the finals, though. But you are a Kawhi guy, too. Dang, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pick, I'd pick Raptors. You pick Raptors? Yeah. Good to know they're on the same page. Um, I I think the East is just kind of like... There's, there's no, like, sporadic change other than, like... You know who's going to get in the playoffs for Charlotte or Orlando? Other than the fact that like it is kind of cool to see like how underwhelming Boston is, how how good the Pacers are, and no one's talking about it, and how great and and how pretty much um, Giannis is like a lock in for MVP. You know, I don't, I don't think he's a lock. You, you you don't think so? No, I don't think at all. I think if the Rockets, if Harden, if the Rockets end up with the three seed, I think it's Harden's. Will they end up with the three seed? No, but it's possible, and I think if okay, he's got a difficult enough schedule where I think they could, and if they do, I, I think it's pretty it's pretty hard to say it's not hard, and he's been incredible. Back-to-back MVPs would be cool for him. Yeah. I think he would deserve it. Um, Both of these players uh, deserve it. It's not like yeah. we're saying one over the other, like, oh, my God, Giannis is deserving it. Oh, like, Giannis, I'm, Giannis has been incredible this year, too. I mean, if you ask me, like, he's the best player on the best team. I, I literally thought like a week ago that like Paul George should win the MVP, but then um, you know I realized that Harden was on a streak or whatever, and I'm like, oh, this guy's amazing too. But then like you look at Giannis, and it's just like, oh my goodness, like he's taking his team to the first seed, and um, the caliber of candidates this year is great. But I think even Jokic deserves more discussion than he's getting. Uh, he won't win it, but the way he's played on that Nuggets team, I think he's he deserves, taking his team. I mean, if, I think he deserves more the, discussion than he get. 
he gets, but he's like legitimately he I, I think he he stands over um Harden and PG if he gets the nuggets to the first seed. Because I mean like you're really carrying the team. I'm not, not carrying. I don't like, think he's he carrying he makes he makes the team. He makes that team. he doesn't carry that team, but, but he just, makes that team work. Yeah, absolutely. That team doesn't work with any other center. Ball movement revolves around him if you look when you watch him. Oh my watching him play is incredible. Yeah. I I would go as far to say he's the best passing player in the league. As a center. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, who do you think could be better? Westbrook, you could argue, is better. Chris Paul, you could argue, is better. Mm-hmm. At Harden, maybe. I don't Curry. Really think Westbrook is that great of a passer. I, 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 I used to not think that, but then I've looked at it. He's led the league in assists for three straight years. Really? It's hard to say he's not one of the – at least one of the top five passers well, in the league. People talk about Curry as a shooter, but, I mean, I always – Curry's a good passer. passer. Um, I, but everyone, I don't think, passes as well as Jokic does. Jokic has just absurd, like, no-look passes, completely fakes people out. Yeah, so finds, the highlights are crazy. He, yeah, I think Jokic is the best passer in the league. So what? If, if the MVP was, like, solely up to you, you'd have to pick him, you would pick Jokic? No, not at all. I don't think – I think he just deserves more discussion. I, I'm I'm just saying I think Jokic – I just want to, again, bring more context to Jokic's year. I think he's been great. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I think, like – I, I would personally just be surprised if it's not Giannis. I, I know I keep saying locked in, like it's like a done deal kind of thing, but like that's personally just how I feel right now. Like I don't see anybody else taking it just because everything is revolving around Giannis. The conversation is and like, you know, other other people who could potentially win the MVP like Jokic are just not getting as much buzz, I, I feel like. And that's what really drives who wins the MVP is, you know, how much are people talking about you potentially winning the MVP. I think Harden's getting a fair number of amount of buzz. He'll, yeah. yeah, I mean, he'll, he needs to, I think the Rockets just need to get a better place in the playoffs. As Like, there's there's this weird thing where people are just, like, they, they look at you, but they also look at your team and um, giving the MVP to a Rockets that, um, a Rockets team that only get the fifth seed as opposed to, like, I don't know, like the third seed or something. It's just kind of, people aren't going to be, I don't know if people are going to be as likely to endorse an MVP award like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about giving it to Giannis, though? I, I, there's no argument against giving it to Giannis. He's been great. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just feel like it's going to go to him. That's, that's all I can really say. Um, did you have anything else you want to talk about? In terms of, in terms of the East, I do want to talk about the Celtics a bit more because they have okay. been. They've been a mess. They have been. A complete um, mess. It is. It, I'm looking at these standings right now. It just doesn't really feel right to see them so low. Um, it's to, right. to a certain extent, the six or two. But yeah, go ahead. They're, they just confuse me the way they play. Um, They're just racking up losses. I, I mean, they've lost three straight now, yep. one of which to the Bulls. Jesus. That's embarrassing. Yeah. That was uh, that was a few nights ago. Yeah, but then they lost to the Bucks and they lost to the Raptors. Those are in, like obviously those are playoff teams, so you can't like be like, oh, that sucks. I but, was like, pretty hyped when they lost. Those oh, they got pounded by the Raptors. That was a the Bucks was a close game, one point game. But um, and they they did beat the Sixers recently, so yeah, that, that's a that's a good win. But like they're but, racking up the losses and like they seem to beat good teams. They seem to beat the Sixers a lot, which I've noticed, and which is that'll be their probable. Yeah, right now it's looking like that would be a matchup. Although I think the Sixers will end up passing the Pacers. I don't think the Pacers can keep this up. Okay, and that's, like, a lot, that's, a, that's a lot coming from you. Yeah. I, I still think the Pacers are a four seed, and I think look at the, the Celtics a, t- a game. Mm-hmm. But the, the upcoming schedule for the Celtics, they got the Trailblazers today. Um, it's a playoff team, so I think I think there'll be a tough game for them. But I think after losing three in a row, they'll come out today with... Ideally. Yeah. Yeah. I think then they play the Wizards, and I think they play the Wizards tough usually. Then they got the Rockets, the Warriors, the Kings, Kings, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Hawks. The worst team you play there is the Lakers, and they're not a they're not a great team, but they also have LeBron, so it's hard to just be like, oh, this is an easy game. Playoff LeBron, let's go. Like, <laughs> uh, I just I don't see the Celtics really. Jumping up in the standings, I don't see them skyrocketing to the third seed. Yeah, anytime soon. I don't think it's gonna happen. And so they're either fifth seed. You're looking at the whole series, the whole whole playoffs. You do not have home court advantage. Yeah, 
That sucks. That Guess sucks. how well the Celtics did last year with home court advantage. How well? I think they only won on home court. Really? No, I don't think it's true. But um, no. let me think. The Bucks series, they won all home court, lost all away. Yep. And they played the Sixers and they beat them. I don't think – I think they – they didn't lose on home court, but I think they won a, won a game away. And then they played the Cavs and they couldn't win a game away either. So they don't. It's it's really hard for them to win games not on home court. I I, I don't really. This Celtics team is just like it's inconsistent. Um, they're losing a lot. They have talent. They're showcasing talent. I mean, they're still. If you if you actually watch their games, it's not like it's not like they're doing bad or anything like that. But they're just losing uh, a lot more than more than we'd expect. And then with a tough schedule like this coming up. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I don't really see them moving past the, the fourth or fifth seed. Um, and if they're the fourth seed and they got to play the Sixers in the first round or the Pacers, that's a, that's a brutal match. It's hard, but I mean, I, I can definitely see them kind of um, beating out the Sixers, especially because, I mean, how many wins they have over them. They've beaten the Sixers a lot recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess they match up well, but like, my expectations have fallen short for the Celtics team, for sure. With Hayward mm-hmm. and, and uh, Kyrie, yeah. 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 Do you um, think Kyrie's leaving? Certainly seems like it, doesn't it? Um, that's, I think so. That's how everyone's saying. I mean, like, if if I'm Kyrie, I'm, I'm, I went to Boston expecting to win championships right away. And, uh, not right away, but I didn't expect it to be this bad. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, fifth seed team... Um, with without you know it, it's it's going to be a hard road to the finals if they really want to go there. It's um, the hardest road. That I mean that would be the only. I I think if if the Celtics don't make the finals, which I don't think they will, I think the Raptors or the Bucks are a lot more likely. Then I def I totally see Kyrie leaving. Where to? I don't know, but like I I don't think he wants to stay a fifth you know a fifth seed playoff team that doesn't make the finals. Mm-hmm. You know, which. For for the organization, really sucks because it seems like they put everything into creating the team that they have now, with you know Tatum and Hayward and and, and Kyrie. But like where the Celtics would go if Kyrie leaves, I have no clue. I think they they might just dish out and tank again because that that team without Kyrie, it's not doesn't seem super sustainable. Um, what's interesting is that the Celtics. With Kyrie, are a good team, obviously. Yeah. But Kyrie hasn't played eleven games this year. Can you guess their record? Ten and one. They've lost one game where Kyrie hasn't played. Really? They've won the other ten. I, I think I've heard this before too. It's like they're almost a better team without Kyrie on the court. I mean, and I think well, part of it is Terry Rozier looks horrible off the bench. Uh-huh. But when he gets into the starting role, all of a sudden he looks like a really valuable point guard. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, that's an enigma. I don't understand that. What I do kind of understand about the Celtics, though, is the where they – when Kyrie's playing, they have a system where, okay, we know Kyrie's playing, yada, yada, get him the ball. Like, yeah, this is how we're going to set up our offense. Mm-hmm. When he's not playing, they're like, all right, this is how we're going to set up our offense now. And it's good. It's probably not as good as when Kyrie's playing, but it's still good. Yeah. When Kyrie's playing but he's sitting on the bench, they had they were going to the game with this mindset, this is how we're going to set up the offense with Kyrie in it. And now Kyrie's out of it, and so now we're like, okay, how, how like who do we put in that place? And it becomes much harder. So you think? Which you, and they're trying to put Terry Rozier in a in that Kyrie-esque spot. And yeah, is the makeshift the, Kyrie the on the bench? And I don't think that works as well. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that works as well. And it's why when Terry Rozier starts, he's much better in the system they run when Kyrie's that's not playing. Interesting. That's a really interesting way to look at things. Um, so I. I think if Kyrie leaves, I think they'll actually be an okay team. And I think a lot of it is just discontent in the locker room. Kyrie is an enigma, and I think he's been a horrible leader for this team. Uh, like it is. I mean, he's, he's a great player, which is why I think they have that sort of system where when he's on the court, the the offense revolves around him. Yeah. Um, I I feel – and it's it's really interesting that you bring up that, that whole, like – the way they shift their game plan when when he is playing versus when he's not playing versus when he's just on the bench, like um, I think I don't know what kind of I'm not I'm not a coach I, I don't know what system Brad Stevens is running but like it it seems to me like if if you kind of take certain elements and you get these players to not have to think about shifting so much then it could potentially benefit them 
do I necessarily agree that they're going to be a better better team without Kyrie? No, I I think I think that they're a good good team with Kyrie, and I don't think their win loss record reflects that necessarily. But um, I definitely do see where you're coming from, and I think there there is a legitimate conversation to be had about well, what kind of effect mentally is is Kyrie having on this team? You know, because go ahead. I want to clarify this isn't me shooting on Kyrie. I don't think he's this a bad something. player at all. I. I just think it's interesting the way this team reacts with Kyrie and without Kyrie. Yeah, I mean, it's just the truth. I, I don't hear, like, criticism of Kyrie. I just hear, like, hey, this is how this team does well. This is how this team doesn't do well. And it's kind of weird how, like, Kyrie fits in that mix, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if he were to leave, where do, you, where do you think he'd want to go? A lot of people have talked about the Knicks, and I can see that. Um, I feel like him and Porzingis would be interesting to watch. Porzingis isn't on the Knicks. He's a big dummy. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm he dumb. I'm dummy. so dumb. <laughs> Trade deadline was like two weeks ago. You big, it's all good. Um, I, I, I have no idea where he. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie confuses me. Dude, the dude left LeBron. I don't get why you do that. He doesn't want to live in the shadow. Yeah, but no, he just. I don't know. I, I don't know. Kyrie confuses me. Yep. He doesn't want to live in a shadow, but he's not really stepping into that leadership role. Of the Celtics like taking responsibility. Kind of seems to be shifty about. Feels like, like he's just not really like a part of the team when he's not. Yeah. So I I don't really know where he'd go. Everyone's been saying the Knicks, so I guess I'll say the Knicks. But I I'm not confident enough What's to like. What's he gonna do on the Knicks? I mean, because then it's just him. I, I shouldn't say that. Well, they have two max contract spots, so the yeah. speculation's been him and Durant. I don't know enough about that where I'd be willing to bet he goes to the Knicks, That's so I'd rather just not I mean, bet at all. It happened. I don't know. Because Durant's going to the Kings. The Kings. The Kings. They oh, have they enough do. to sign him, and you, they. Do you actually? You actually? You still I, think it's actually going to happen? I think it could happen. I think it'd be the coolest thing ever. Imagine you got the Warriors and then the Kings. Mm-hmm. The top of the standings is a bunch of war. Is yeah, the Warriors, the Kings, and the Nugs. I, I, did I say the Wizards last time? Because I'm still thinking the Wizards. I don't. They definitely don't have enough uh, money to sign them. They don't. Okay. I mean, John Wall, no way. No way they get another point guard. I don't know what other max contracts they have, but like, I, I, um, I don't. I think this is probably the end of the Warriors in terms of like the way we know them now. They'll, they'll probably still contend for championships. Oh yeah. Like, um, I don't think we're gonna. There's we we knew from the get go that they they couldn't keep this core for you know that forever long, forever yeah and I think this is the expiration date at, at least after these final series mm-hmm. um, with Kyrie I definitely like my my problem with him going to the Knicks is that it it seems kind of like it would only happen if Durant were to also go to the Knicks because like if if it were just him at New York it's like you're not really benefiting your situation at all. In fact, you're probably going to a worse, you're, you're probably going to a worse situation for yourself because I mean like, duh, less, you know, not as good players at the bottom of the East. Um, and like, it's, it's also kind of weird, like him and Zion playing in the same position. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think it's going to happen either. So, I mean, yeah, I, knowing, knowing Kyrie, he probably won't want to stay with the Celtics if they don't make the finals. I think I made that clear, but I also don't know where else he would go. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know about Kyrie. I Kyrie confuses me too, so I, I would never, I would never bet on. Do you think the Earth is flat? No, he doesn't. But he did that as a meme, but then he also said, "Did you know there's no real pictures of the Earth? Whoa. Google it." And then everyone's like, "There are." <laughs> and then he did respond, but um, <laughs> yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie's an enigma. Um, Absolutely. So I would not bet on him. But let's talk about the Warriors. You were just saying how there seems like the expiration date is going to be this championship. Yep. Which I agree. I think they'll end up winning this championship. Even though we just talked about who could challenge them. Well, I can't bet against the, the them. The fact that we're talking about, like, instead of talking about who could win the championship, it's like who can beat the Warriors. It yeah. kind of speaks volumes about how good the Warriors are. Yeah. This championship is the Warriors to lose. For, at this point, yes. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, this will be the toughest road, I think, they'll have to, to get a championship, yeah. other than obviously when they lost one. Yeah, the, the caliber of of, Eastern, of of teams that can come out of the Eastern Conference chosen at the finals, and then the teams that they'll have to face along the way, seem to be the toughest of any of yes. the Yes, yes, totally agree. Yeah. That being said, it's still theirs to lose. Mm-hmm. Who do you think, so do you think they keep Clay or Durant? They keep Clay. Because right, to me... 
you can't let one of the Splash Brothers go. Yeah, exactly. You, the, you the, chemistry, the, the chemistry of that of that original chord, where it's Curry, Thompson, and Draymond, uh, to me seems like, and also like Iguodala off the bench, is like, that. that is the Warriors. Any other piece is just a moving part, um, and the, the chemistry will always be there. Durant has always had an interest in kind of like, I, I shouldn't say always, but has has had a track record of just kind of like moving around in and out. And I hate playing this because it was a really stupid conversation when it was a thing. But the fact that like Draymond had that like emotional outburst kind of sh does show like these other guys are like putting team first and are kind of skeptical of anybody else who's like coming in and out of that group. If it were up to the team, keep keep Clay, let let Katie walk because Clay and Clay and Curry and Draymond have a very good thing going. Um, people talk about chemistry like it's just kind of like a part of the game, but I think it's a real thing. And the fact that they're, they've always meshed well throughout their careers, haven't been anywhere else, really speaks volumes to like how much how much the um, the the team can put trust in in Clay over Katie. That's that's my little two cents about it. What do you think? Um, I think you gotta sign Clay just because. I mean, the Warriors, it's the Splash Brothers. Yeah. Like, can you imagine Clay in any other jersey? Uh, I've, I've had a little, I've had some fantasies, but. He's, to me, he's just all, like, him and Curry are like, I think, I think, to me, him and Curry go down as the best Warriors of all time. Yeah. Even if they, even with Durant, Durant's obviously a better player than Clay. But in terms of, if they re sign Clay here, Clay is more of a Warrior than Durant Absolutely. was. Yeah. Oh, always. I mean, there, there was always just this kind of like gross feeling because you know I shouldn't say gross feeling but uncomfortability because Durant came from a different team. Um, to me, he was always like the Thunder guy. He won his MVP, his, his MVP yeah. with them, you know, with the Thunder, not the Warriors. And um, like, can you think of a better um, one-two dynamic? I should one-two being point guard, shooting guard dynamic than um, Steph and and Clay? Because like I'm having a hard time thinking about it. You know, those, those, all time or all just now? Those guards, yeah, all time. Just now, I can't think of anyone. No, not not though, currently. Well, maybe maybe the Rockets, but like Chris Paul's kind of on his way down. Yeah, it's the, the Rockets is maybe the next best, but you'd still take the Warriors. Yeah, that's time. obviously. Are you talking about pairings that have been together at the same time? Yeah, like okay. on the same team. Because I mean, when I'm when I'm thinking about all time one twos, right? Like Jordan Pippen, Shaq Kobe. It's like um, these 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 guys are like stocks and Malone, yeah. Yeah, they're 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 a couple positions apart. I shouldn't say that because Jordan and Pippen are you know power forward shooting guard, but like, well, yeah, yeah small forward, small forward, forward shooting yeah. guard, yeah, yeah. They're 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 next to each other, but like talk about guards, just strictly one the best guards. I'm because like I I'm definitely blanking on a few good ones. Okay, Kuzi and um, Havlicek is up there. Mm -hmm. I think Havlicek's technically a forward, so never mind. Like I, I think But even then I'd rather Curry and Clay's Steph and Clay up there all time, why would you want to break that up? You know? I, I hate to say it, but if you're gonna make a piece expendable, it, it's gonna be KD because he's outside of that that core team. Sorry, sorry. I mean, yeah, he's a warrior, but like him, Clay Draymond, that's or him, sorry, not him. Mm -hmm. Steph Clay Clay Draymond. That's the way I see it. That's the way I've always kind of seen it. Yeah. Um, so you think they don't send Durant? No. They let him walk and they sign Clay. You think that too? From like a business perspective, if you're giving them the same money, how do you not sign Durant though? Right? It's it's tough. Like, see, I I'm with you. Like, Clay's like Clay's a Clay's a warrior. Mm -hmm. Like, it, that's just how it is. But from a business perspective, how do you not give? How do you both, not give both guys the same? If you're given, if I'm if I'm playing Clay and Max, I'm playing Durant and Max, yeah. and I can I, I can only pick one. How, how, why would I not choose Durant? He is like, he's the better player. I mean, he's got the MVP. Warriors were just better with him. I mean, I know technically they had more wins without him, but like they're just a better team with more scoring options there. And um, yeah, I guess if if clock's ticking, I'd give it to Durant over Clay. But I'm thinking chemistry over pure pure player skill set here, because like to me, if you let Clay walk, the dynamic on that team is just ruined. Yeah, and 
that's how I justify it. I, I would get where other people are coming from where they would want to 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 take KD over him just because like from from a pure numbers perspective, I, I guess pure numbers perspective, I, I I don't have anything with me right now, but KD is the better player. And I'll admit I think KD is the better player. But there's so much more that goes into the team dynamic than just who's the better player. Yeah. You know? Um I think I I think I'm gonna agree with you. I think KD will walk. Mm-hmm. I think I think, I think they'll sign Clay. Um, when because when you look at it, KD came to the Warriors for rings. He's, yep. he's got two already. Elijah one only got two, and Elijah one. Yeah, all time. Yeah, all time great. Like it, he's got two with the Warriors. He's got two final MVPs. He could win another. He's he's likely to win another ring this year. And they're, they're professional athletes, of course, they want to win one championship. Exactly, but, like, but at this point, two two rings is probably going to get a third. Yeah. You know? I, if if I'm him, I'd be like, all right, I like I, I'd like respectfully walk. I, I you could walk away from that situation and be like, okay, I'll go to just where I can make money now. Yeah, I don't because he said that too. He wants to focus on getting money this season. He did. Yeah, athletes don't really talk about that kind of thing. But like, see, you say that, but the Warriors can offer him the most money because he's their former team. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. But oh. the thing is, will they? Right, because they're gonna have the max. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I think they're gonna take. I think they're gonna take Clay. They will take Clay. They're gonna offer KD something. Else. I don't think there's no. I don't think there's any way they keep both of them. Mm-hmm. If they keep both of them, like fuck me. Sorry, but Jesus. Um. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any way they keep Boogie. No. Boogie's looked not great. They got him for a steal in the first place. Yeah. Boogie's looked not great. But he hasn't looked. He's scoring the points. He hasn't looked. He hasn't looked as bad as like a mid league except like Gerald Green is getting paid as much as Boogie. Gerald Green. Boogie does not look Gerald Green. I actually like Gerald Green, but Boogie's not like Gerald Green level of talent. So I think we'll get like maybe a ten, fifteen million dollar deal somewhere. Yeah, the fact that he's was it like one million? a mid league exception, something tiny. Yeah, like he. Boogie, get out of there. Go get your money. Do what you got to do. Um, any 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 team would benefit him. I, I think center like that, you know, it's it's not something that just you can come by in this league. Back five million, yeah, that's five his, million. Yeah. That's nothing. That's nothing. He, he deserves double digits in the millions for sure. Yeah. Um, with the way he's been playing, yeah, ten ten million easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. You wanna you wanna end it there? Um, do you want? I think we should talk about LeBron in the playoffs real quick. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, I mean, might as well. I do, I don't look. LeBron is in playoff mode. He he has not been posting on social media at all, like he always does. But it's early. Um, uh, tough road. I mean, really tough road to make the playoffs at this point, and the odds are not in his favor. That's for sure. Everybody wants him to make the playoffs. Um, obviously all the Laker fans out there, but I think legitimately this is like, this will probably be the first time in a while we won't be seeing LeBron in the playoffs. What do you think? I, this is hard. It's really hard for me to bet against LeBron because I've done it before and I thought he wouldn't make the finals last year and he, he dominated the East. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard for me to bet against LeBron and say he won't make the playoffs. That being said, they have to finish out their – here are their last five games of the season. What's your – They got OKC, Golden State, Clippers, Jazz, Portland. Now, Clippers, Jazz, Portland, obviously a tier below OKC and Golden State. playoff teams. Yes, those are five playoff teams, and one of them is one of the teams that they are competing with. It, they have to essentially – they have to – so that's a tough schedule. It's hate to hate, but I mean, I it's gonna it. it's gonna be tough for them too. They gotta play Milwaukee in the upcoming weeks. They gotta play Denver, Boston, Clippers again. They gotta play Toronto. Gotta play Milwaukee again. That's not even mentioning the lesser playoff tier playoff teams like Brooklyn, Sacramento, Jazz, Charlotte. The next team is against New Orleans, who's a respectable team. Like, granted. If anybody can do it, it's LeBron. But I mean, like he's only human. All of these teams are playoff teams. 
They do have it now. Granted, they do have a few gimme games. Like they got the Suns that they got to win that game. They've got the Bulls. You can't if if, they I mean, lose, if things go to plan. If right? they lose you games against the Suns and the Bulls, yeah. if they lose games against Suns, Bulls, New York, they're not making it. They have a game against each of those teams. If they lose those three games, they will not make the playoffs. Simple as that. They need to win those games, and then they need to beat some of these playoff teams that they're facing. I mean, I guess if, like, I don't see, the the Spurs are going to keep it competitive. I think they probably out of, like, out of all these teams, all these teams being Spurs, Kings, Wolves, Lakers, they're probably the most likely to keep that playoff spot. Um, I guess you can throw the Clippers in the mix there as well. Um, but, and then, and then the Kings are keeping it very competitive. Timberwolves, I don't really see them making the playoffs. They're really pointing down on their competition, but like at the same time, they're, they're literally at the same spot. They have the exact same record as the Lakers. Yeah. And so if I'm being helpful of the Timberwolves, I mean, like, let's, let's be real here. The Lakers are just, it's, it's a lot to ask for, for them to make the playoffs. Everybody wants it to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. That's me either. That's just, that's. That's how I see it. Um, and then I, I think this raises the obvious question. Is LeBron James the best player in the league still? That's <laughs> tough. I, um, I, I probably right now, right now I, I think it's like Curry. I really do. Um, because he, he's benefiting his team the most. But I mean, like, who else is really as valuable as LeBron and his team? It's like Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma. We were we were taking dumps on on Lonzo Ball. Oh, he's awful. Field. I I do not like Lonzo Ball. I know. I <laughs> guys, I mean, it's it's pretty much over. He can't shoot. And what what, what did you say about his free throw percentage? It's like forty seven. Worse than Shaq. Yeah, right? like not even like much worse than Shaq. Yeah. I thought it was like forty one. It might be forty one. It's I'll it's check. like it's garbage. really bad. It's below fifty. I know that for a fact. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think he's gonna be staying. Like, th- here's a very pessimistic opinion on Lonzo Ball. I don't think he's gonna be in the league for that much longer. Yeah, it's forty one. You're right. Um, the interesting thing about Lonzo Ball though is he's actually when they've played, they're a better team with Lonzo, which is weird because he's like he's then, so bad offensively. Yeah, he's so bad offensively, but he is a plus player defensively. So if he can figure out anything offensively, I think he's got a future because he is, is a good defender. He just really got to figure it out offensively. I, like, I feel like there's you could probably find guys that have less media scrutiny and on top of it can shoot better and have the same defensive caliber as Lonzo at the point guard position. Because, like, we, we live right now, we are witnessing probably the best era of point guards in the entire league. And, like, for Lonzo to compete in there is just is too much to ask. I literally think Jeremy Lin is better than him. I really do. I probably – I like Jeremy Lin a lot, but, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, so you're saying – but you, back to the question, you're saying LeBron is not the best player in the league. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I – like, I get why he went to the Lakers. Like, it totally makes sense. You're not, you're not doing anything with the Cavs and um, – it doesn't. It doesn't really seem like it's. Um, you know, you want to go to LA because endorsement money is was worth more than his contract money ever will. But like, um, going to a worse team, unfortunately, I feel like makes him a worse player. I, I don't like the fact that we're consistently talking about guys like Harden, guys like Giannis, guys like Curry over the fact over LeBron. To me, is like it speaks volumes to, I guess, how he's performing this this season compared to all these other big guys. So I I do agree with you. I think I think that it does speak volume. You because usually when you're not talking about how good LeBron's having, it's because it's whatever. LeBron's always this good. LeBron's put up the offensive stats this year, and I'm not gonna lie, he's been great offensively. Defensively, he has not looked good. Really? Defense. There's been a lot of plays defensively where he just completely checks out. Like he just kind of he just kind of sits in the paint and just kind of like. Looks at you know, his I guy. Have, like, I have noticed that too. Now that I think about it, like, I mean, he'll turn. I mean, I'm sure he'll turn up in the playoffs and play def and like play hard defense. Yeah. But he better turn up now because right now they're not in the playoffs. <laughs> they're three games out of it. I I think you know I have been noticing this like gradual gradual decline of like athletic athletic showcasing, and I think it's because 
you know, the age thing, I, everybody wants to talk about that, but also just like for his general well-being, it's mm -hmm. like it's, you're better off not risking hurting yourself going up for that block that you might not actually get than, than actually performing. I do see him a lot just kind of like coasting. Um, but uh, with with a league like this, I, I really truly think we are, we are witnessing a lot of other great players that are performing at a much higher caliber than LeBron is. That's and that's not a discredit to LeBron's legacy. I still think he's one of the all-time greats. I mean, really, you just look at any of his past performances. Uh, he's got rings. He's you know he's, he's he's up there. It's just like yeah, I'm not saying I'm not like oh LeBron's not the second best player of all time. I no. still think he's up there with Jordan as the two best players of all time. Yeah. We're not gonna talk about who's better, but I think it's Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> I, I wouldn't be surprised like. To me, watching LeBron right now, and people are gonna, people are gonna disagree with me. Whatever, I don't care. It's kind of reminding me of like Kobe's final years, just a bit. I think, I see. I don't get that vibe because I think LeBron is still very much an incredible offensive force, mm -hmm. and he's he's still ridiculous offensively. He just takes too many plays off on defense. That that being said, I still think he's the best player in the league, and I don't think we can crown someone. Elsa is the next best player in the league until they perform. And to, basically, whoever I think dominates this playoffs will be crowned the next best player in the league. So you do think? LeBron I still think it's LeBron. I still, if I'm picking one player, if I'm starting a team, the best player. if I'm making a team right now and my goal is to win the championship right now this year, I am picking LeBron with my first pick. Mm, no, when you phrase it like that, it's hard not to pick him. But honestly, like, there are there are a few guys that I would pick before LeBron. There's definitely I can see people going Steph Curry. I can see people taking Giannis. I can see people taking Harden, Durant, KD. KD. I um I I would pick LeBron still. Number one. Yes, I'd still take LeBron over all of them. Okay. But I think I think once we see the playoffs the playoffs shape this year and see what happens. I, yes, I think I think that's what will happen. I think someone's going to dominate this playoff, these playoffs. And if LeBron's not in them, it's going to be hard not to crown that person the next best player in the league. LeBron's going to have to turn not, out. And next best is not the second best. It's like the next the next LeBron. If, we'll say. if LeBron makes the playoffs somehow, then like, I, you know, I'll, I'll be surprised as, as I always am with his performances. And I'll, I will gladly just, you know, sit down, shut up, and watch him play and crown him the best player in the league right now. But, I mean, come on, like, 11th seed team? I I, yeah. I, don't I don't really... I, I'm, like, Lakers are not LeBron, but... He, and, but I do want to point out, people people were saying that, like, the Lakers are a playoff team. I've heard people tell me, oh, no one expected the Lakers. Like, people were saying that a winning record was a reach. ESPN had them rated as the ninth best team in the league after the LeBron signing. They're, I wouldn't even put them in the top. I'd put them just in the top twenty right now. Okay. They're, but it's, it's not like the expectations of them were low. They they, they had expectations. They were the ninth best. I know ESPN. Yeah, ESPN's dumb. Regardless, but even if you put them four places lower, the thirteenth, put them five places lower, the fourteenth, they're still underperforming. Yeah, that's that's. I I, I think. I I don't think I don't think people had them being this bad. People like. Because I remember telling my brother, I think, sorry, I keep interrupting you. I remember telling my brother, I think the Lakers will struggle to make the playoffs this year. Because you look at that team, not that great. And he was like, what? And really? I, yeah. And I think people have gotten used to seeing LeBron get yeah, teams to the, to the mm -hmm. playoffs. I mean, the finals, let alone the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me a lot of predictions didn't have the Lakers being the, the fourth seed or the fifth seed or the sixth seed. I saw I, I, re I remember. I remember I mean, seeing People aren't talking about it now, but I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I guess it's it's the glitz of it all. I mean, like, okay, like they have a losing record right now. But I mean, like, if you look at an initial appeal, like, let's forget the fact that they have a losing record. Forget the fact that they're in eleven seed. You look at a team. It's like it's the Lakers. They have Rondo and LeBron. Like, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, it could be a playoff team. But I mean, a lot of people would be like. Wow, that team is so cool! Like that team's definitely gonna go like pretty far in the playoffs. I can totally see that. And so I, I like, but oh my god, I hate mentioning the, the media narrative, but like that's really what it is. It's like people wanted to see it, so they made it happen. Mm -hmm. And like they're 
people are acting like they're not surprised that it's happening right now. But I mean, like, come on, you a lot of people wanted to see the Lakers go to the playoffs because it's yeah. LeBron and it's the Lakers. I think I think what you find is that people who really know studied basketball and know it were were kind of shocked, weren't surprised to see the Lakers be this kind of great. Yeah. People that are just like you said, the media that were just like, oh, LeBron, of course, will make the playoffs. Are a little surprised, even though they won't admit it. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it's it's just it's it's out there. And, uh, come on, guys! I don't think they're going to the playoffs. I don't think they will either. I do think it's possible still, but I don't think they will. If LeBron turns it up, yeah, I'll I'll like I said, I'll, I'll crown him best player in the league, and you know, Lakers can lose to the Warriors in the first round. Have fun with that, but like, I don't think I, I don't really see it. it. It's gonna take a lot for that to happen. It'll take a lot. For That'd it. be fun to see, though. Oh my Warriors, gosh! I mean, LeBron's come on, round. that'd be great. I mean. I, a series with the Spurs where the Warriors probably sweep them. Yeah, I yeah, that happened last year. I don't even see that again. Yeah. I, I would rather see LeBron. I'd rather see LeBron lose to. I mean, granted, the Warriors swept LeBron last year, but I'd still rather see uh, that. Come on. I mean, yeah, I'd still I'd rather see happy. that. A, a, a LeBron series in the West against the Warriors? Yeah, in the first round, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That, yeah, people would be drilling. Imagine the TV rating Lakers, Warriors in the playoffs with LeBron. Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. Um, Thomas, again, I'm just I I told you this in person, but I, I need to thank you on the air for for hosting me and buying me food and and giving me an awesome place to stay compared to Michigan. Um, yeah. Come and to find Butler, a better place next time. Yeah, come to Butler. They have good food. Pineapple pineapple burgers. Yeah, I don't know about that, but no. Matt likes pineapple burgers. Pineapple burgers are Hawaiian. Dude, savoriness from the burger. All right, it's been it's been, it's been real, everybody. Have a have a great have a great week. We'll see you next time. Hey, sports fans, Matt here. Thanks again for listening to the Windy City Cynics. If you'd like to support our podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash windycc. Thanks again for listening. We always appreciate it.